Good afternoon, and welcome yet again to another episode of the Deacon and Jones Show. This is Friday, August 28th, 2020, episode 16 of the Deacon and Jones Show. Today is a very special show, but before I can get into anything that's going on, guys, it's Metallica Week! Metallica! So, let me first introduce the lovely and talented Jay Jones. Jones, welcome to the show. Hey guys, welcome to Metallica Week. Metallica. I'm so excited. How are you guys feeling? Oh, we're doing good, Jones. Thank you for asking. We're out here ready for Metallica. Can we come with you tomorrow, Jones? No, that's not enough room. Jones, where are you going tomorrow? Tell the audience. Where are you going? We're going to see Metallica. Yeah, bro. We're going to see... You think there would be a concert without us being there? Come on, bro. It's Deacon and Jones show. We can't preach, live, and uh, swear by Metallica if we're not there. But, very exciting episode. We'd be a bunch of hypocrites and liars if we weren't there. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Uh, very, very, very special episode today. We are going to have our dear friend Joe uh, on the show, and he is a musician, and he's of many, many different talents. Um, so he's going to tell us a little bit about himself, what he's got going on in a bit. But first, we got to address some other issues, like the quick COVID update. Uh, quick COVID update. We'll keep it real quick for you guys this week. Uh, currently, there are 31 states and territories on the travel advisory for New York State, including the Virgin Islands. Mm. What are people doing over there that, you know, COVID's going up, you know? Yeah, that's a little weird, man. It's crazy. Last time it was Puerto Rico, now it's Virgin Puerto Islands. Rico. Where else are we going with this? Yeah. As of 827, Governor Cuomo issued a guidance for infection rates in college campuses and mitigation actions uh, that schools must take when the infection rate rises above a certain level. The level that it would be was if a campus has 100 cases or if the number of cases equal 5% of their population or more, then they must go to remote learning for two weeks and then reassess. And if the problem still persists, then they would stay on remote learning going forward. Uh, beginning 921, lower risk school sports may begin statewide with travel for practice or play prohibited outside the school's region or contiguous regions until October 19th. So that, what, that basically is saying that they're going to allow children to start playing uh, sports again versus each other with only in the region? Uh, yeah, only within their region or contiguous regions. Okay. As a parent, what would you feel about that situation? Not say, you know, if you were one of these... I mean, I don't know. I, I don't want to stop kids from being kids. Correct. But you also want to remain safe. Yeah, and there's no bubble. It's not like they're, because they're going to I guess that's their bubble, is No, the no, that's, that would not make any sense to be a bubble in the sense that they're not contained in one place. Well, they're not contained in what they do outside of school, but inside of school they're contained to a certain area. Yeah, but if you're playing other schools, those also are not contained. You're they're contained traveling. only in that region. Exactly. So you're only traveling that. to a certain number of schools, so if there's like eight schools in your region, mm. those are the only eight schools that you're going to come in contact sure. with and nobody else. So it's a bubble of a sort. Okay. The only problem is it's not really monitored outside of school. So yeah. like these families can travel outside of that region thank you. on other times. And, and thank you for doing that and bringing that and explaining it down like that because I wanted to show you and the audience that the only way the NFL is going to work is inside of this bubble. Yes. Uh, more than 100 new cases were reported in western New York for the first time since May, so oh, that's not good. Guys, going backwards. So they're putting up eight temporary testing sites throughout the sure. region that's opening Saturday. And rapid testing sites 
that you can have results within 15 minutes. And more. we can get the locations for these places? Uh, well, you can call for an appointment at 833-NYSTRNG, which I believe they're trying to say, NY Strong, you know, <laughs> to schedule an appointment. Okay? That's epic. 20 straight days with COVID infection rate under 1% for the entire New York State. Yeah. And, and Fashion Week is to take place in September with limited to no... Uh, spectators. Mm. How do you feel about that? Do you give a crap about fashion? I do. I do. I am a very materialistic person. I shouldn't Actually, say it on the air. Actually, you are. You are very fashionable. I am. I do care about fashion. Yes. I do. I'm not going to lie. On air. I, that's I, your quick COVID update. All right. Well, uh, what else you got for us? You got a, uh, a medical uh, thing or uh, what do you got? Not this week. We have a guest, so. Mm. You have a guest. All right. Yeah. Let me take it away with what we got going on, guys. And uh, I'm sure we all know what's going on in the world out there with... Uh, Another uh, person has been targeted, um, and it, this is not right of uh, what's going on, and that's not. This is not the episode for that. And I wanted to briefly address the situation. And uh, Jones and I would like to con- send our condolences to the families uh, of these victims, and uh, we all have to stand together right now as a as a nation, and maybe just take a step back. As a race. Yeah, as a race. Not not as a color, but as a race. And maybe what we're doing is not working, so maybe try a different approach on whatnot. And, and it's gone far enough. I mean, no one else should have to die ever. Um, we're all going to die, but not in a sense not where you're... Not for these reasons. Yeah, this and... is ridiculous. Why this is, and, and we have a heavy, heavy, heavy and justice for all show today. Yes. So we know that right now there is no justice for all, and... You know, there should be. Independence, you're right. Independence, liberty. What does Metallica say? Justice for Freedom all. is not free. No, it isn't. And Never has been. And that's the fucking truth of it. And it's sad. Thank you for your service. It is. That's it, you know? And it's fucking sad. And it really is enough. It's a subject that now, you know, it's we've talked about it before. You know what we did for, you know, when we were in Whitestone. You knew. We were right there with them, you know? And if anything else that you guys need, please reach out to us. Deacon and Jones Show at gmail.com. Follow us on Twitter, Instagram. You guys know the rules. Right under our page, when you subscribe and listen to all the episodes, you guys and, see and all the stuff forget, there. And don't forget, there are plenty of resources out there. And uh, even just uh, Governor Cuomo has made resources available that are on newyork.gov. That you have phone numbers of people that you can talk to if you need someone to and talk, talk to. And talk to us. That's what we're telling you. Right, Email but us. you don't want to talk to us because, you know, taking comes off across a little strong sometimes. Like, you can always call a professional and they will help you or a volunteer yeah. that's been through it before. But not for nothing and not and not saying anything about this too. But you know that we, you know, and Jones just kids around when she says that like I kid around too. We're really great people and the people that really do know us now, we're giving you a chance and an insight to see how, what great people we are. So whatever you hear about us and whatever you think about us, it may be just a matter of not knowing us. So really take the time to get to know us and listen to our show. We're growing and you're growing with us. We're going to take it to the top, and we're taking everybody with us. But with that being said, Jones, uh, sports update, I don't have one. All I have is... I know, because of the because sad of events And, and it's respectfully so. Mm-hmm. Do honor him two days, and then play for him. Play for his, you know, belief in what he stood up for. Give that. Don't yes. sit there and say you're going to walk out, because right now... A lot of the people in this country, especially what we got going on, are relying on sports as an out. 
as, as something to, to enjoy occupy or, their yeah. minds and yeah. get away from their so now, depression by, or their isolation. Exactly. Or so now honor through. this man by doing so. And respectfully so, again, guys, uh, we're with it. Black lives matter. All lives matter. But the thing is, man, no one ever should be treated like this. And it's unfair. And we're going to leave it at that. So yeah. without being further ado, without any more said about anything else other than the greatest rock band that ever lived. Metallica. Let's introduce our new guest to the show, yes. our friend Joe. Joe, welcome to the Deacon and Jones Show. Thank you. Welcome, Feels Joe. Feels great to be here. Awesome. Uh, Joe, let me ask you, man. Uh, it's great to have you here. Besides, it's great to be here, man. I'm definitely excited about this. But tell oh, us, yeah. tell us about you. Tell us uh, how, what you're about. Tell us, you know, what you got going on in your life, and uh, the audience will see why we brought you on the show. All right. Well, um. My name is Joe. Uh, a lot of people uh, from, from the music world, or, or my music world, know me as Big Band Joe, or, or as a member of the band Big Band Joe. Nice! Um, I am I'm just another piece of universal consciousness having a human experience, and uh, I'm trying to create the best experience for myself and the people around me that I can. Uh, and... COVID kind of threw a wrench in trying to get back out there musically, but, um, you know, there was, there was a band called Big Band Joe. It fizzled out a few years back, and I was getting prepared to jump back in the water, and, and we, we got locked down, so I've found a couple of other ways to express myself and get it all out there. Since then, a lot of it is all online. Um, on, t on top of music, I've been doing a lot of painting and, um, Beautiful paintings, by the way. Just, thank you, thank you. Um, and, uh, like I said, I'm, I'm ready to jump back in the water, and since I can't really get in front of a crowd live yet, I'm, uh, I'm starting to build my presence on the internet again. And, oh, awesome. Uh, that's, Very awesome. That's what's going on in my world right now. Um, now, Joe, uh, what kind of music do you guys perform? Like, what are you, what kind of music was, uh, Big Band Joe about? Well, I was born and raised on the heaviest metal that, that you can find. <laughs> Is uh, that one of the reasons why you're on the show, Joe? <laughs> it may very well be. Um, I grew up a metalhead. Uh, awesome. My father showed me Metallica when I was in second grade, and, uh, and I loved heavy music ever since. And that's what I grew up playing. Um, and when I hit my 20s, Big Band Joe uh, sort of uh, possessed Joe Stublick. And took a different turn. I got into jam bands and, and uh, I'd say lighter, uh, happier jam band music, really. Nice. Um, and, and I picked up an acoustic guitar and found a really brilliant group of musicians, uh, best musicians I've ever played with, um, Sean Ryan, Jay Moss, George Mantega, and Joey Galletta. Um, and the five of us developed a, a new sound. It was heavy, but there was an acoustic guitar player in the band. And... There was screaming, but we were also singing harmonies, and we weren't we weren't a fast-paced, you know, singing metal band. We were we were just weird. We we were a jam band that liked to get heavy, um, and uh, yeah, that that's really what got me into it. That's what got that's me awesome. started. It really is awesome. And now now I'm getting electronic again. Uh, so I, I've been picking up an electric guitar and playing with a loop pedal. Nice, nice. Now um, I love acoustic. Yeah, I mean, think think about it from from this point as COVID only put a slow on what you're doing. Right. That's it. Mm -hmm. It didn't stop you, um, especially because of the messages and stuff that you know everyone tries to do this for a reason. So, what is your ultimate goal and the outcome of you know when we get to resume to some normalness? Uh, what what you know? What is your ultimate goal? 
I can't wait to see live music again. I, I would love to get involved in the Long Island music scene again and uh, just be active and be a part of the community and help awesome. drive different messages for different groups, uh, stand up for, for different organizations that are trying to drive change. And wow. you know, art is an amazing vehicle for driving change and delivering messages. So I would love to just team up with, with any organization that's trying to drive positivity here on Long Island, at least to start, and use my art and my music to, to you know, give them a vehicle to maybe deliver it a little bit faster, pull more people in. Yeah, I mean, dude, honestly, listen, the, um, that, I mean, I really, it's a rare thing when I can sit here and say to somebody that I, I don't have a word to say to that. Uh, spot on, bro. spot on. He's always got something to say. Spot on, bro. That is <laughs> the message you. that I'm trying to deliver to the show. That's the message that I'm delivering and trying to instill in my audience, mm -hmm. and also in Jones and all of us to grow as people. You know what I'm saying? And this whole, you know, aspect of paying it forward, giving it back, and not to get off topic. But yesterday, a woman who's sitting in the Starbucks drive-through, okay. And I don't know if you were on the phone with me at this time or heard what I did, but the woman, the woman behind, um, who was behind me, she turned around and she cut me off, but I got in front of her, but mm -hmm. didn't realize because she's parked in a spot. So who parks in a spot, then backs up and goes to the drive-thru? Yeah. Maybe taking a phone call, whatever, not my business. So I felt like, hey, listen, that was a dick thing. I'm going to pay it forward. I bought a coffee because I felt like, you know... I cut her off. Like, yeah, it was yeah. my bad. You know, I'm sorry. I didn't realize what you were doing. I would have let you go in front of me. I'm not a dick. But that was the way I paid it forward or whatnot. And that's the message that I'm trying to instill with everybody here. And you just hit it. And music is the therapy and talking and listening to this. And podcasts are up and coming. But the thing is, is that unless you are believing in the cause of what you're doing, right. you're not going to succeed to the next, next level. Anybody can get on here and they could talk and they could say whatever they want. They could sound like a jerk off. Dude. If you started a podcast and this is no bullshit, I would listen to you. Oh, well, maybe Be I should start one. You should. Be I'm telling you, man, because of your message that you deliver. And you know what I'm saying? And I know you're already going to say it. Don't, right, listen, you and Joe want to get a room? Because you say it with all the guests that come on the show. <laughs> I but the reason, the reason why, the reason why I, I say it like that is because, dude, the people we're bringing on the show are the people that I want to surround myself with in life. I don't want to be brought into this world of, you know, the judgments and this and that. Dude, until you get to know somebody, just right. turn around and just do the right thing by everyone. And that's crazy. And I, I love that train of thought from you. Uh, Joe, where can our listeners find you, dude? Like, Instagrams, all that stuff? Uh, yeah, all that stuff is available. Um, the band, Big Band Joe, still has a Facebook page, which has a ton of music that myself and the rest of the band wrote that awesome. uh, some of those songs may be finding their way back out there. So if you do take a look at that, you might start to recognize that when you see me live again. And guys, we'll post um, all of Joe's information for you to our Twitter page. How else are you out there, Joe? Yeah, but that's, uh, that's Facebook.com slash Big Band Joe. That's cool. easy. Um, and then... <laughs> <laughs> you could also follow me on Instagram. Uh, there is now a Big Ben Joe Instagram, and the handle is Big Ben Joe Creations. Yeah, yeah. Some other dude thinks that he's Big Ben Joe, and I haven't found him yet. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody yeah, else did Deacon and Jones show on one of the yeah, on Twitter. Yeah, yeah. Right? What, what are you doing, bro? We're Deacon and Jones. Like, what are you doing? That's Big Ben Joe. What are you doing, bro? <laughs> yeah. Like, there comes the New Yorker. What are you doing? But um. Yeah. 
Thinking about it from this perspective here, Joe, uh, and on across all the platforms and whatnot, the best way to do this is to, of course, to get out there and see it, to believe it and do it. So we're definitely excited for when you get out there that we're going to definitely come see it a lot because we definitely believe in the live music cool. and keeping it alive. And that's what Sweet. we're trying to instill again. Definitely, 100%. Um, Joe, question for you here. You mentioned something to me a while back and uh, that you were doing some Zooms, like you said earlier in the uh, the show. Mm -hmm. Um well, what do you got going on with your sister? Not in that weird way. No, but no, no, saying, no what not do you got in that weird way. Uh, my sister, uh, Molly, Molly Stublik, is a, uh, a brilliant singer. She's got the voice of an Beautiful angel. Voice. Uh, awesome. Beautiful Beautiful. She plays in a band called 12X. Uh, they're going to love me for plugging them right now. Yes, 12X. Uh, give them a follow on Instagram, and you'll see my sister, Molly. Um, her and I have been singing together for years. Uh, I love Years Molly. upon years upon years. And, and we me got too. a little... A little thing Not that going. Molly. <laughs> oh, wait. No, oh, your no. sister's name is Molly. Yes, her name is Molly. You're talking about which Molly? <laughs> just kidding. I, just kidding. Don't we, we like to have fun on the Deacon and John oh, show. <laughs> but, um, yeah, her and I have been doing kind of like a duo act. We we cover a ton of songs, and we kind of make them our own. And, um, some of your faves? So weren't you some guys supposed to do like a we singer to do. Thing? We were booked to play two shows, uh, one in April and, and one in July, uh, singer-songwriter showcases. Awesome. So that would have been, uh, been the official hashtag Big Banjo is act, uh, back. Um, but that didn't happen. Those both got canceled thanks to COVID. So we're uh, we're still in touch with the promoters that we were working with, and we're just waiting for the opportunity to, to do for it For it to come back again. Or to come back and, and give it another shot. You know? Yeah. yeah Maybe of course. they could do something with like six feet apart type thing yeah. like they've been doing. Yeah. And, um, Molly moves around a lot, so she's already six feet away from me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah and, and of course, guys, you know, we definitely will put uh, Molly's page, I mean, uh, you know, on our page. That yeah, way you guys I, can I check it out. And... I, I, no, I feel I horrible. Mean, I don't know. <laughs> no, it's all right. No worries, it's bro. It's all right. We it's can find right. her through we'll, you. We'll find it, yeah. Absolutely. And we'll take care of it. We'll I, put I'm her on there. there so yeah, and we'll, we'll take it on. We'll put the band's page on there so you guys can check it out. And guys, listen, honestly, live music is the best way to go. I mean, there's no other way to do it. But, um, Joe, now, I got to ask you, man. Everyone that comes on the show, right, they, they, they know. They know what the question's coming. You know the question's coming. What is the first thing you think of when you hear Metallica? Enter Sandman. Enter Sandman. Understand, man. Uh, I've told everyone on episode one that my thought as a Metallica fan, and again, and I can steal one from my buddy Brandon here. I'm just a fan, not an expert. <laughs> That's their quote. I just what I said. I quoted. Everyone's seen me. Joe seen me because we're live today, guys. Live in the studio. But. I, I really feel like that's the first thing that people say. And your reason differs because your dad showed you and, you know, that's that's epic. Mm -hmm. But now, what does justice for you do when you turn around and say that Enter Sandman is what everyone thinks of? Now, what would be your first thing to say about that? What What is just the song, the riffs? What is it that draws you to Sandman? Well, it's definitely the riffs. I was only in second grade when I heard it for the first time, and uh, I, I spent more time watching my father slam his fist against the dashboard than, than listening to the lyrics. And <laughs> so it's really, for me, it's almost, I, I just hear that riff as soon as I hear the word Metallica or Enter Sandman, and, and everybody knows that riff. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely. Um, we had a... We had a um, uh, a couple weeks ago we were talking about it where the most famous riff in rock and roll is Smoke on the Water. Mm -hmm. er, er, er. Yeah. Right, so what's number two? I'd say Enter Sandman. No. Bow, 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 bow. Master of Puppets. 
Really? It's number two? Yeah. Because you got to think about it. Like, you're talking about, like, especially, too, like, you're leading up to it mm-hmm. when, especially the end, when they're jamming out. Yeah. Master of Puppets gives you three chimes, and you don't hear that on the album. You only hear it when you see them live. And then you turn around and get right into it. Yeah. Like, bam, most recognizable besides Smoke Underwater, smack in your face. I gotcha. Insane. But, uh, what's your favorite album? And Justice for All. Justice for all. Yes. I kind of leaked it six times. That. What are we all wearing? We all got a picture for the page. We're all justice today. Oh, taking care of business. Thank you for the shirt, by the way. Oh, dude. Anything. Listen. Anything for a fan, man. You know, especially. It's your favorite. You should have already had. Seriously. Yeah. So, what is? Why is Justice your favorite album? Because you said Sandman is the first thing you think of. So Sandman is black. Exactly. So, what is it? Well, Sandman was the first song I heard, which is what pulled me in. And uh, like, like I told you earlier, I didn't even know that, that bands had multiple albums. I didn't learn that until uh, later in life. So for the first few years, I'd say the Black Album was my favorite. But then I met uh, two step-cousins of mine that got me into playing guitar and, and listening to way more Metallica. And I put every single Metallica album on my Christmas list that year. And my, <laughs> my mother, God bless her soul, got me every single one of them. Swore that it was Santa Claus. It's a great musical family. And uh, and I fell in love with Injustice for All. And again, I was still really young, so it wasn't the lyrics. It was just the energy, and it was just so freaking heavy, and it it was brutal. And you felt Hetfield's pain. And at the time, I didn't know what it was. Uh, I then soon learned that you know Cliff Burton was the original bass player, and he passed away before that record happened. And I learned that. That whole record was about him and how Hetfield had died a little bit with him, and it's it's all a tribute to to a very special founding member of the band, and yeah, I think of it every time I listen to it. I'm starting to get emotional again. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, dude. Yeah, I mean, as being a big fan, dude, it's like you know you. Oh, and as big fans, let's not forget, you know, as of on eight twenty five, happy birthday to. And justice for all, 32 years old. Yeah. Happy birthday to you. That, you that can sing was... happy birthday. You're a singer. <laughs> sing it. No. <laughs> we we uh, only <laughs> play into the comfortability level of the guests who come on the show. So if I were to put Joe on the spot and say, Joe, you want to take my guitar and play a little something for us? You think uh, you do, do it? it? I just pooped do a little it. bit. No, I play a little. Why? You got a guitar? He has a guitar. He'll do it. Uh, the acoustic, do the acoustic. I love all right, we'll, we'll we'll get into that, guys. We'll, we'll see. We'll I don't know about that. All right, we'll see. Otherwise, we'll do it. He played at my wedding, uh, which I don't regret the ceremony because he played. I remember that. That was cool. That was a fun time. That was but, a really uh, fun time. So, so what is it that what is it about the album itself? Because on that album, we know that we get, you know, Blackened, uh, Justice for All, uh, Eye of the Beholder, mm-hmm. One. Shortest, Shortest straw. straw, Harvester of Sorrow, mm-hmm. Frey Ends of Sanity, To Live Is To Die, mm-hmm. uh, Dyer's Eve, Dyer's Eve. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what is it? What is it about that? I mean, Dyer's Eve is great. Dyer's Eve is one, now becoming one of my favorite. Dear mother, dear father, like you it's, know. That's, it's just recently made it up there on his list. Really? Not on the top ten list, but okay, I, it, okay. it climbs up yeah, there. I got you. My top ten list, which we still haven't given anybody yet, and we no, no, will. No, I didn't mean the top ten list. I just meant on higher up on his. Oh yeah, recently, I recently, yeah, mm-hmm. of course. Yep. I, I would on my top ten list. There's definitely some things that have to go on there now. Like how do you, how do we not have Damage Incorporated on there? I mean, it's just it blows my mind. But different album. We'll continue on with Justice. But go tell me. Uh, as far as Justice goes, um, 
you know, I, I fell in love with it first for the music. It, it was the heaviest album that they had ever put out, in my opinion, and heavy is what I gravitated to. Yeah. And uh, then and as I got older, I learned about the background, and I fell in love with it more. Uh, there's been plenty of loss in my family, and I understand what it's like to the write music. behind it. And, yeah. And mourning, and... Uh, then, I'm also an audio engineer by trade, uh, I learned all of the, the special things that happened in the studio during that record. They, they were one of the first metal bands, at the time they were one of the first metal bands, period, but they were one of the first metal bands to lay down over ten guitar tracks, even though there were only two guitarists in the band and they did it perfectly fine live. They, they would just layer and layer and layer and layer, and that's why you never hear anything thicker than that record in my opinion it's just it's massive it's so big and yeah. heavy and it'll it'll fall through the floor if you blast it loud enough yeah uh, one of my favorite albums by them definitely um it's the thing is is that like when you see them live you don't get it and, and the album was so big why are you not getting that is it because the time gives a shit you know what I mean yeah it's a long nine, seven, mm -hmm. nine minutes 37 seconds okay but whatever dude like play it it's what made you Metallica in my opinion, their best two songs, Master of Puppets, and One. Where does One come off of? You know what I'm saying? Is One your favorite song on this album? Uh, it's one of them. Uh, pun intended. <laughs> it's definitely one of it's them. It's one of but, the heaviest. Uh, it's one of the heaviest. Certainly one of the heaviest. It's, a, it's an awesome story uh, that, that's reholded. So what is your favorite, then? This it's cannot it's either Injustice for All, uh, but it might also be Blackened. Yeah, I don't know. I, mean, I really don't know. It's a toss up between those two. It's tough. I mean, mine's definitely justice. Um, you know, I mean, it's they tough. deliver so much without saying anything, which is special about Injustice for All. There are no lyrics, yeah. and they still, they're they're one of the few bands that can still make you feel a certain way without having to say anything verbally or vocally. It's about the music. Mm -hmm. I think the heaviest song on the album is Dire's Eve. Word, Dire's Eve is mm -hmm. definitely. It's you know, it's crazy, insane. But um, as we all mentioned uh, earlier uh, in the day and talking about it because it's such a big thing, SNM 2 comes out today. Yes, Woo! it does. Don't forget, guys. Definitely excited. I hope you pre-ordered your copy like Deacon pre-ordered his. Yeah, it should be here in about an hour. Um, and also tomorrow, driving concert. Driving concert. It's going to be insane. It's going to be the big finale to Metallica Week, baby. Yeah, it's, it's insane. Um... What do you guys think you're gonna hear tomorrow? Twenty-two songs. What do you What do you think you're gonna hear? Dude, I think we're gonna get everything we want for I'm sure. I'm really, really hoping to hear the Unforgiven. I think you're gonna get it. You're gonna get it. I think you're gonna get it. Um, you're definitely gonna get it. I don't think we're gonna get it. I don't think we're gonna get justice. If we do, I, I'd be fucking happier than a pig well, and shit. We're, we're definitely gonna get Master of Puppets because we always get that. We get Master of Puppets. We're yes. gonna get one. You're gonna get mm -hmm. Seek and Destroy. And just so you guys know, and if, if you listen to this by the time you go to the show tomorrow, I'm gonna share a little story with you. Uh, on Metallica.com, they had these big giant beach balls that they have uh, at concerts. So every time that the Seek and Destroy comes on, they throw these balls into the crowd. Well, guys, correct me if I'm wrong here. Tomorrow is another fucking concert. And guess what? If you're at the concert tomorrow, Where we are, you're in our area, you're going to see this thing. If you see this ball, it's massive. It's from us. But what if they don't play the song? They will. I, I, could, I could stop doing the podcast tomorrow if they don't play Seek and Destroy. <laughs> Okay. That's how oh, confident. Are you gonna handshake on that <laughs> yes. right now? Yes. Like this is I am that. I am that confident that Seek and Destroy will be played tomorrow. Um, what else? What else are we gonna expect? Sad but true, probably. Sad but true. Yeah, definitely uh, sad but true. Um, 
Nothing Else Matters will be yeah. on there. Yep. Enter Sandman. Sandman. Mm-hmm. Wherever I May Roam. Wherever I May Roam. Mm-hmm. I think so. If we don't get I, if we don't get wherever I may roam, then I will tell you that you are definitely getting the unforgiven. But yeah. why do we have to exchange them for each other? We, can we not have both? They're I don't both think great we're gonna have songs. to exchange them. Like really he's not. always saying that. Like oh well, if we don't have that one, then we'll have that one. It's like either or. Well, I'd like both of them. Thank you. Uh, I understand, but you would be nice. Yeah. Be well, really yeah. Nice. You're definitely gonna get bells. You're gonna get bells. Um, you got to think about it like this: is because you have a certain amount per album. If they, if you want to say let's go see Black Album every time, then because you already know Sandman, nothing else matters, and Sad but True. So typically, you're only going to get one more from that album. So sometimes it's The Unforgiven, sometimes it's Wherever I May Roam. You don't rarely get you rarely get a My Friend of Misery. Or... Yeah, you don't get those. Yeah, I know. But if like... those came on, I wouldn't be upset because you don't hear them. Right. That would be cool. Any instrumentals, guys? Call it yeah, too. The think so? Yeah. Tomorrow? Of course. Okay. Or Orion, honestly. I think Orion. That would be I think Orion. I think Orion might beat out the Call of the Cthulhu. Really? But. Okay. Yeah. Unless, of course, we're all completely wrong and they just play whatever the SM set list is and then we're all fucked. <laughs> I don't think they're going to do that. I don't think so either. Maybe but we'll get Cliff Burton's bass solo. Maybe. But if I they mean, do, we'll there happens. are they're some of those. The mm-hmm. There are some of those songs on this set list. So, like the Call of Duty to Cthulhu yeah. is on S and M too. So. I don't expect to. I don't expect to hear much from Load Reload. I think maybe Mm-mm. two songs from each of those, if that. I think King Nothing. Um, I think we're gonna hear uh, Memory Remains. Fuel. Yeah. I think. I mean, Fuel definitely. I Memory Remains. I may not because that's one of those little crowd songs. Creeping Death. We're definitely hearing that. Yeah, I'm fucking ready. I'm ready. Joe, coolest or favorite Metallica story? Uh, that would have to be um, Hardwired Tour. Uh, we bought our tickets late, uh, two friends of mine and myself, and we paid for the VIP package. It was dope. The concert was amazing. Um, that's that not what show. makes it the best story, though. Uh, we bought a fourth ticket to give it to a person. We were either going to gift them or, or find someone that just wanted it. Either way, we had a fourth ticket, and uh, I don't remember the guy's name. I didn't know him personally, but my uh, my, my cousin's frat brother came, and um, we'll call him Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony! Um, he met us at a bar around the block from Nassau Coliseum, and we drank a couple of beers, and we, we also asked him if he was into uh, marijuana products. And he, he said, yeah. So we thought it was, you know, safe and responsible, you know, to, to offer him some, some gummies, some edibles. Yeah, yeah. And we gave That's him very about, nice of you. We, we gave him two 25 milligram gummies and, and we told him to start with one and, you know, that would be, you know, that would be a great starting point, you know. <laughs> That's what we, that what we thought anyway. And uh, so That's we finished having a couple of beers and we went to the concert and we had early access to GA. We get out to GA and everyone's like, where's Anthony? And we didn't know what happened Anthony's to him. Anthony's gone? We, we, he was gone. He vanished. Wow. We, he never said he was going anywhere. He just disappeared. And eventually, you know, after after probably 45 minutes, like I said, we had early uh, GA access. My, my cousin was like, he's on his own. We'll, we'll see him after the show. And yeah, you're so, not going to ruin your show. After where's the show, Anthony, man? The show was brutal. Anyone, anyone that was there knows the show was brutal. But Anthony completely vanished. We, we came out of the show... He was not in the parking Sounds lot. Sounds like we an waited. investigation discovery episode. <laughs> Very well could be. Um, he wasn't in the parking lot. We waited by the car for like an hour. And second time of the night, we were like, Anthony's on his own. 
and we left. And we dropped off one guy at the train, and then uh, my cousin and I drove all the way back to Brentwood from Uniondale. And as I'm getting out of the car, his phone rings, and the call goes basically something like this. It's, uh, Anthony. Okay, alright, um, you fell asleep in the bathroom stall. Oh, okay, your car is at the Broken Lizard, just, just, just go to the bar. Your keys are in my car. And he looks at me and he's like, Anthony's keys are in my car. I gotta go back. Wow. And I probably should have offered to take the ride with my cousin, but for whatever reason, I did not. And he, uh, he went back off into the night. And I woke up the next morning and I called my cousin and I asked about Anthony. And he's like, dude, I just got home. You have no idea. Basically, just got home and you slept the whole night. Basically, the guy the guy wanted to uh, <laughs> he wanted to walk home from Uniondale, and my cousin tried to stop him. And <laughs> drove all the way to Uniondale, and tried to get in touch with him. His phone was dead uh, uh, for the second time in the night, and he waited and waited, and the guy Where never, is he going never turned around. I time? have no idea. The dude Why fell asleep in a bathroom Why not stand out there stall, and like so. hold your hands out? Make sure they see no you. No idea. He already had the idea of walking home. My cousin thought that he told him not to. My cousin waited, thought he would be there, never showed up, drove home. When he gets home, he gets a second call from his friend. And no way. He's like, Anthony, what happened? And his friend is like, I got picked up on the side of the Northern State Parkway by a state trooper. Uh, I was trying to walk your house. Oh, no. Wow. <laughs> so, Unreal. Moral of the story is, even if the stranger says okay, don't... Did he get arrested? Edibles. No, he didn't get arrested. They, they, they picked him up. The, the first, the, the, the trooper thought that he was... On, on crazy drugs. He was not. He, he was just silly. This is not an Iron Maiden and, episode. Uh, he let him charge up his phone, and he drove him to a train station and, and told him to call someone and threw him on a train, wanted nothing else to do with him. That was really cool. I was cool. going to say, Good why luck. else would he get arrested? Luck, like, Anthony. he didn't do anything wrong, yeah, that's, necessarily. That's no, really he didn't cool. do anything wrong. He just got super stoned and thought it was cool to walk home from Uniondale on the Northern State Parkway. Yeah, um, that's crazy. Joe, I was going to do something with that, but uh, you just helped me out. Uh, thank you uh, for that story. That's also going to be our genius of the week. <laughs> I, I just, I felt... You fell asleep was... in a bathroom stall. That's worse ah. than me falling asleep at an Iron Maiden concert. Yeah, I mean, uh, at least you <laughs> saw part of the concert. I was in my seat. I wasn't in the bathroom. <laughs> epic. Very epic. So, uh, yeah, that's our genius of the week, folks. Joe, thank you for that. No problem. Uh, Anytime. Joe, um... Does we, that mean I'm a writer for the show now? Yeah, bro. We gotta start breaking uh, off pieces. We'll put you in the so. credits. All right, word. We um, we had a question last week, and this is for the copy of Madden, uh, the new edition, and it's I haven't played it yet, but um, we'll play it after. You know, when I get a chance, when I'm done with all the crazy madness that we got going on for this weekend. Because again, guys, it's Metallica week, especially Metallica weekend. Uh, yeah, it's not a good week. Jones isn't feeling so hot. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's terrible. Jones, uh, Jones had a small injury this week. Uh, we almost, uh, we almost had to sit her out for the concert, but there ain't no way she's missing this one. We'll put her in a body bag, and she's there. But uh, the question of the week last week that we asked Joe, let's see if you know this one. It's okay if you don't know it. Um, Crash Bandicoot has a uh, tiki masked sidekick. What uh, is his it's, name? It's uh, who 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 uh, Uka something. Uga Uga. Yeah. There we go. Uka. We'll give Joe half a point for that. There you go. Joe will break the disc in half, and you get half a copy of the game. Love it. <laughs> Missy R from Rochester, New York, said she was so happy to be a fan of this show, and is going to give the game to her son, who is just recovering from COVID. Oh, that's so right. So we are going to mail it to her, and. Um, 
I already did so because I knew that. Uh, as soon as the game came out, I mailed it out this morning to her. She asked for a copy for Xbox, so thank you for being a fan of the Deacon and Jones show. Joe, thank you for that answer. And uh, with that being said, I'm going to give the question of the week this week for $25 gift card and t-shirt, Deacon and Jones Show t-shirt. Get to us at deaconandjonesshowgmail.com. Now, Joe, if you know this, please refrain from the audience, telling them and giving them the answer. What year did Jason Newstead join Metallica? You got a Justice album. I think that's a fair question. Okay. All right. Get to us again, guys. Now, since we are now got our dear friend Joe on the show, and he's a music guy, and you know, yeah, we don't normally do rapids with our um with we our fans. We do not, and we do rapids. not. But and now, I don't have a rapid chosen. That's okay. You don't have to. That's why it's up here. Joe, we're going to do a special Metallica rapid edition, all right? So rapid response, and I know you're a fan of the show, but let me retract it because we've had a lot of guests the last couple of weeks and we haven't done it. I know you oh, come in to listen to those. So a rapid response is, I give a topic, I say one little short set, sentence for example. The first one is, it's a Metallica edition. So Master of Puppets verse one. You got two minutes to tell me which one you think is better and why. And we go around the circle and that's how we do it. I got three of those. And that's how... We do it on a Metallica edition on this glorious Metallica week. So, since we haven't heard your lovely voice all episode, yes, start you off. Have. You Let's have go. Heard my voice. Who is it, Jones? Master of Puppets or One? Who is better and why? What is the best Metallica song, Master of Puppets or One? I mean, we all know what my favorite is, but what I think is better of these two would be Master of Puppets. Why? I, I think it tells a story. Mm-hmm. Um, it's super um, heavy and crazy long mm-hmm. uh, when you think it's over it's not over yet mm-hmm. it like tricks you into like pulling you back in again best drum solo in rock history with one best guitar solo in rock history with master of puppets i like guitars i like drums too but guitar without a guitar you wouldn't be anywhere mm. sure joe um you know i was actually gonna say master of puppets as well first but as you started talking i i changed my mind i want to say one and uh the reason why i want to say one is because master of puppets came out first yeah it's uh, an amazing brilliant brilliant song and it tells an original story that, that they wrote one is is later on in their careers and you get to experience a true evolution and you get to see another masterpiece another multi-minute masterpiece from a completely different perspective, and in my opinion, it's a much more mature perspective. And the story that they tell may be one that was written by a different author. Uh, Johnny Got His Gun, don't remember the author's name. But we'll it tells a story that people that don't even know Metallica could relate to. It's, it's based on a story that, that any, any soldier who's, who's had a friend hurt in, in battle yeah. can relate to. It's, 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 it's very, very human. Very moving. And uh, so it, it can draw you in from... from a lot of different fronts, and so I'm actually going to vote one. Awesome. We, we know what i got to say. Deacon's favorite song is Master of Puppets. And you got the best guitar solo in hard rock history. Um, I live by it, man. Master of Puppets and Pony Scream. I'm not the saying that Masters. I don't like one. I love one. I love one, too. Especially in some of I those do. venues, like when you watch some of those concerts, and you know, when they're in the, like, the, the cave. And, yeah, like, the tunnel. One, the tunnel. The yeah. one is like... You yeah, feel like real machine guns. Mm-hmm. Shot, yeah, you know? yeah, uh, definitely. Um, yeah, it's definitely master puppets, but I mean, one is in the top three on that. Um, the unforgiven or fade to black. Why? 
because they both start off acoustic. So, mm -hmm. go ahead. Which one? I mean, we all know um, The Unforgiven is my favorite song, mm -hmm. so I'm going to go with that. It definitely just moves me more than any other Metallica song. Yeah. Fade to black. Definitely fade to black. Joe and I are opposites today. Joe and I are opposites <laughs> today. Uh, I'm, I'm going to go, and, and this is going to be tough for me, because when you first heard Fade to Black, you said to me that Fade to Black is the song that best describes me. Yes. And if you hear the song, you'd be like, oh, what are you talking about? This guy's full of life. But no, this is, it's really moving. If you guys haven't heard it, off of Ride the Lightning, track four. Um, you got to turn around. So you're going with Fade to Black. No, I'm going with The Unforgiven because... Hey, I'm going with purple. The, I'm going with The Unforgiven because of I know that I've never had a song pertain to anyone in my life more than this song pertains to you. To me? To you. That song is your song. The Unforgiven is describing you. <laughs> and it, why do you and think I like it so much? I understand. But that, I, that's why I'm going to choose that. But ultimately, the better of the two songs is Fade to Black. Oh. Just because it. Da -na 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 -na. Just my ass. You know, don't okay. pick this. You're picking the. the Ride the Lightning Ride is my favorite album, bro. So you think I'm going to go against it? Go, come so on. So you're picking The Unforgiven only because it means more to you on an emotional level. Uh, but between, the song between, itself, what's better? Between the two songs. Between the two songs, I have more of an emotional connection to Fade to Black for myself. The song, the lyrics, the sound are. The, the lyrics are equal on both ends from both songs, but the sound, the riffs, you know what I'm talking about. Mm -hmm. -na, yes, -na, -na. Like, dude, it's it's insane. It's happy, you know? So, um, yeah, I'm going to say that The Unforgiven uh, verse Fade to Black, I'm going to choose that because I've never seen anything happen in my life. And, I, and Joe, I don't know if this is, if you ever had a song like that that moves you that much, but mm -hmm. this song is just you to a T. And that's, and that's why I know you love it. But last one, guys. I'm going to have to go again on this one. Ride the Lightning or Kill Em All. What, what, what's what, what's your preference? What's what's the better album? Why? What's what's your favorite? If you're gonna listen to one of those two albums today, and you're gonna listen to it, pop it in. Which one is it gonna be? Joe, you start off this one. Ride the lightning. Definitely ride the lightning. Kill 'em all is an awesome record, and you you can't deny the existence of Metallica without it. But they, in my opinion, did not fully find their sound yet. So. Even though it's a brilliant record, I'm going to go Ride the Lightning because that is Metallica's sound. That That's really where they found their stride and started just grinding them out. Definitely. Go ahead. I would have to agree with Joe um, that Ride the Lightning is a better album than uh, Kill Em All for me. I, I'm not... I Kill Em All... It's too heavy. It's too heavy for me. You don't understand what he's saying? I like to hear the lyrics. Yeah. Uh, even if it's heavy, I like to understand what's going on. Yeah. Um, Ride the Lightning was the first Metallica album that I've ever owned. That's not why it's my favorite. It's just got, you know, you... you fucking, I mean, come on, bro. Fight fire with fire. Ride the Lightning, For Whom the Bell Tolls, Fade to Black, Scape, Trapped Under Ice, Creeping Death, Call of the Cthulhu. Can I say any more? Do I need to say any more? I don't think so. Okay, that's where I leave it. And if you guys, again, if we're recommending this... A lot of this, on that. Yeah, yeah. On that. I, and you're, and you're going to sit here, guys, and um, yeah, I told Joe, you know, I warned him how insane it was, you know, when he, when he came in and, you know, getting him, knowing what he's getting involved with tomorrow and whatnot, and this is a, this is a job. Metallica fans... Are crazy. I'm one of them. I told Joe, I have 71 Metallica shirts and hoodies. It's a lot. I mean, what do you expect? He's been to 51 concerts, and this is going to be 52 tomorrow. 
and the first I don't times. E- and the crazy thing is, I don't even buy them at the concert because they're fucking shitty. So I no. buy them, you know, later yeah, on. Yeah, but right. you still buy one for yeah. everyone that you go to as like a memento of being at that concert, yes? Only for the first time. Only for the first time because all of these things that you could still buy, you could still get them. Like, you know, I mean, if you have an original from back in the day, because you got to keep in mind. If I go to, the, if I went to most of my shows were on similar, it's like so. If I went on one tour, like I went on the Death Magnetic tour, I seen the, sh- I seen that You're not tour. Buy a Death Magnetic yeah, I'm not gonna buy one every place that I went to because it's already listing on the back. Well, so yes, I do, but for each tour for the first, yes, correct. Understood. So because I see multiple, it's like when we went to see Maiden, we didn't buy. I bought one shirt. I didn't go and buy because it, it said the same thing: Connecticut, New York, right on the back of the shirt. I only right. bought one shirt. Got you. So that's what I mean by that. But out of out of the most. It, there's 17 of them that'll ride the lightning. I love it. I mean, just, dude, I mean, my whole fucking bicep and each is ride the lightning. Each one is different? Each one is different. I didn't even know they had that many. Right they have hundreds shirts. of it. Yeah, I mean, dude, I, I personally like the cooler shirts, but, like, they have, like, an Unforgiven shirt with the Executioner on it. Like, I like song shirts. Mm-hmm. So I have a lot of cool song shirts. That's cool. And uh, one, I have the matching bathing suit with the with the shirt. <laughs> it has the whole back, like darkness imprisoning me, landmine, all that, right on the back of the ass of the shorts. That's cool. Yeah, it's insane, man. On the ass of the shorts. So everyone can see it, bro. Landmine, it's taking my sight. Who's looking at your ass, man? Everyone, bro. I'm Deacon. Come on. Yeah, okay. But anyway, uh, Joe, we want to thank you so much, man, coming on the show today. Thank we you. Re- really had a blast, man. Honestly, everything was just. Uh, Thank you so Perfect. much, again. It really was. was just, uh, I hope you, really, you. you know. I hope that uh, the, you know that everything happens for you in the future. And of course, when you have everything that is going on, you know, you of course you let us know, and we'll get yeah, out definitely. there and we'll help you. And mm-hmm. we're all on this ride together. That's the way I look at yes, it, sir. You know, um, Jones. Um, we're gonna put the information up for Joe. And there's anything else you want to tell the audience? We'll have the sports update for you guys. We'll have a new basketball episode for round two as soon as we start re- as resuming soon as on the play. Settle on the, down. Yeah, and then we'll you know we'll get that going from there. Um, anything else you want to tell them? No, I just think I'm. I'm. Thank you for coming on the show, Joe. I, I really appreciate it. As my buddy, everyone is always like coming through Deacon. And this is the you're the first guest that's coming through Jones, oh, so hell people yeah. can see. You know? Oh yeah, listen, it doesn't matter. We're both equals on this show, and you know oh, how it is. Oh, it has nothing to do with that. I mean, I just want people to know who I am better by knowing who I. That you have friends. Who and my, that you're like who my friends are. Oh well, we, not that I have friends, but uh, you know, every one of every one of our fans is your friend. That's it. That's the way I look at it. Because they're all <laughs> friends. We're all family. That's it. There's only one way to be in this world, like I said earlier, guys. Deacon and Jones, again, thanking Joe for being here, and enjoy the weekend. Deacon and Jones are out.